Welcome back to another episode of the Draw Control Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by Junior on the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team, Olivia Vergano. In her lacrosse career, Olivia made it on the ACC All-Freshman Team in 2022 and the ACC All-Academic Team that year as well. Olivia was also an Inside Lacrosse All-America Honorable Mention. Before college, Olivia got the All-Around Outstanding Female Athlete Award, made All-County, All-Conference, All-League, and named Team MVP. Olivia also led her team to their first-ever Suffolk County Championship. Uh, welcome to the Draw Control Podcast, Olivia, and how is everything going? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, it's going really well. I'm excited to you know, be training in this off-season and preparing to, um, for this upcoming season. Yeah, and obviously it's sort of the eye of the hurricane right now, sort of the calm before the storm since the season begins in almost a month from now. Um, but let's sort of look back on this past summer and fall. How was your fall semester for yourself, both on and off the field? It went really well. I think on the field, we made really good adjustments, you know, tweaking things, um, improving our games all around. Off the field as well, you know, we had team bonding um, events, you know, school was great. So I think just... Uh, you know, really fine-tuning our skills and improving them really got us going and making a great head start for the season. And individually, what were you working on this fall and during the off-season to get ready for the upcoming season? Mainly my right hand. A lot of people have now, like, figured out that I'm a lefty and, you know, just, like, being versatile is going to help me and allow me to, you know, create more opportunities for myself and my teammates. You know, we really want to start winning a lot more games, and I think it's, like, just another really key point to expand your game as well. So I think just like really um, honing in on my right hand will really get us going. What are some drills you do to sort of improve that part of your game? Yeah, so I do a lot of shooting drills. I do a lot of wall ball, mainly focusing on both hands, but I'll do a little a little more, you know, maybe like 25 to 50 more reps on my right hand, as well as just dodging points, you know, different parts of the field, um, adjusting different shots, uncomfortable situations, stuff like that. Now, another thing interesting about yourself coming into this year is you're an upperclassman. Uh, so what type of leadership have you tried to bring to the team this year? Would you consider yourself more of a vocal leader or a lead by example type of player? I would definitely say both. I think on the field vocally, I'm always pointing out, calling out the plays that are being um, referred to by our coaches. So I think definitely vocally helping people out, pulling them to the side, be like, hey, like maybe let's try this or like look at that angle, maybe hit the second option pass. But then also I would definitely say lead by example. I'm usually on the field before and after practice. So just getting a couple of girls to say, Hey, you want to stay after with me? Or do you want to like hit the wall early? Um, definitely. Um, I think helps if like I'm there and um, gets them going too. Now, obviously, like you mentioned, you said fall ball was very successful for your team as you guys got to bond with each other and learn different systems. Uh, but overall, what did you take away from some of the practices and, and scrimmages that you guys had during fall ball? And how have the new players looked on your team as well? Yeah, so actually our scrimmages and inner squad went really well. Um, we allowed like just more chemistry being built, people playing with different players, you know, just creating uncomfortable situations. So I think just practicing that and getting used to that uncomfortable feeling will help us grow more in the spring as well. Um, fall ball was really, we really took advantage of that outside competition, trying new things, running new plays, you know, new draw, draw stuff as well. 
Um, and then as well as the new players, you know, we have some really strong freshmen. So I think just like getting them in the mix and allowing them to like work with the upperclassmen and getting the hang of things, especially in the fall early before the spring comes in. Um, it was really, really well. And something I've been hearing a lot uh, talking to players about their fall ball experience is it seems like green cards are becoming more prevalent, especially in the 30s yard line. So my question is sort of how have you adjusted to that? And is this something that you've noticed as well during this fall? Yeah, for sure. So we actually do a lot of practicing between the 30s, especially because of this new rule. So, um, you know, it's definitely a big adjustment, but I think we we made like some really large um, improvements, you know, post like the first fall ball day when like, you know, every team is kind of getting those calls, getting the hang of things and post like our last, you know, our last play day where, you know, we had like really no cards at all. So it was just like really like being disciplined and allowing yourself to understand like, Hey, like I can't be as aggressive as I once was, or like I have to break down my feet faster between the thirties, you know, and like, setting yourself up as well as your team for success because you don't want to go a man down, um, you know, with that green card. Now, what are your team's goals and expectations for the upcoming season? Yeah, so we have a lot of expectations. We've just been, like, setting, like, really large goals and um, wanting, like, really high expectations for one another. But I think team goals is just, like, definitely, like, succeed within our conference you know we played a really hard conference so I think just hanging tight and like pushing out those really close games last year we had some like two three goal games one even one goal game so we're really looking to like exceed that instead of losing by one or two you know beating them by two or three and individually what do you want to see yourself accomplish for the upcoming season I definitely just think leadership. I think just like honing in on like sharing the ball and, you know, like helping my teammates, you know, if I'm getting the double, like having my head up and seeing the field more like directing or especially because we have these new freshmen who are really going to make an impact, like helping guide them on the field in those tough situations as well. Now let's transition and talk about the beginning of your lacrosse career and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. Uh, so you're from West Babylon, New York. Talk about growing up there and how you start playing lacrosse. Yeah, I love this town. You know, it's very lacrosse oriented. But um, for me, I didn't start playing lacrosse until I was a freshman in high school. I played like one season of little PAL when I was in first grade. So not really much lacrosse background there. But really, once I started playing um, in high school, I fell in love with it. I played varsity softball in seventh and eighth grade. My best friends who were on the lacrosse team, I had been playing um, varsity basketball and soccer with them. And they were like, you should just try it out. Um, so I I trusted them. I tried out for the school team, made varsity and, you know, just watching and like exploring like how they like navigated their process. It allowed me to like really fall in love with the process and like that work ethic. Like I pride myself on that. And just like really wanting to succeed playing lacrosse. So, um, yeah, so I definitely didn't have a regular lacrosse like background or like have been playing for a while. But, um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't change it. But growing up, I just was curious, did you ever like watch lacrosse? And if so, who are some of your favorite players and teams that you admired the most, I guess? So... Like I said, like, I didn't really – I never watched lacrosse, like, when I was, like, middle school or, like, even elementary school. But once I got to high school, I started following it, like, a lot more. And um, I started training with um, Kylie O'Miller. 
So she was out of college at that point, but I always like love to go back and watch her games and just see the way she played, like how fluid she like moved the ball, dodging. But I really love the way like UNC played. Like I now train with Ali Mastriani. So um, just seeing like her takeaways from the game and like how fast and how like really well they, they played. So I definitely say them too. Now let's talk about your high school lacrosse experience because you played for your high school, like you mentioned. Uh, so what was that experience like for yourself and what's like your best um, high school lacrosse memory when you look back on it now? My best high school memory is definitely winning the county championship when I was a senior, but my favorite, like just moments from high school was watching my friends who were older than me, like excel and like how I was able to learn from them you know they were really the ones who got me to play the sport and like watching them then exceed in college you know one goes to Florida and is great there when um you know went to Coastal and Stony Brook and UMass so it's just like a lot and I was able to like really learn a lot and like that was definitely my favorite moments was like just learning from them and then watching them translate it to then the college level and you also played club lacrosse for the Long Island Top Guns. Um, just talk about your club lacrosse experience and how you thought it helped prepare you for college with Virginia Tech. Yeah, so I didn't play club for very long. I played it for two years. Um, Bill Smith was great. He um, helped me a lot, you know, especially starting out so late. But unfortunately, with COVID, I didn't really get the opportunity to, like, play that much. So, um, like I said, like, I played for two years, and it was – it was good. Um, Bill Smith was definitely the one who like really helped me and like guided me. But overall, due to COVID, like it wasn't really um, I didn't really get the opportunity to play like as much as other players have had. But one thing I did notice about yourself was that you also played basketball and soccer during your time in high school, um, where you had a lot of success in, in those sports. So how do you think playing basketball and soccer helps you in lacrosse? Yeah, I definitely say basketball itself is a lot like lacrosse, you know, breaking down your feet on defense, having that like um, aggressive power when you're going up for a layup. I think soccer, like endurance wise, um, I think a lot when I was like starting to play lacrosse, a lot of those sports helped me translate to then the lacrosse field. Um, yeah, like just footwork, heart, like even like that competitive spirit that like both of those sports like have, it really like translated and made it a lot easier to understand lacrosse. Yeah. And also just helps with burnout too, because you don't want to be playing lacrosse all year long as crazy as that might sound, because then it makes you not enjoy the sport as much as you might want to. And I feel like you see that a lot now in high school athletes. Yeah, totally. Especially basketball. Like I loved basketball and that was like kind of the buffer between soccer and lacrosse. So basketball was just like, I had so much fun. Um, it got us in great shape. And like, even some of the basketball moves, like, you know, like you're like dodging through your legs or like that, like roll, it like really coordinates and like translates to the lacrosse field. So I think just like playing basketball my whole life and then like being going to like then play attack in college, like it really like helped me understand the footwork Oh, yeah. I know defense especially translates very well to lacrosse. It's pretty much night and day. Pretty much, if you talk to most defenders in lacrosse, they probably play basketball at some point, it seems like. so. Totally. <laughs> totally. Let, let's uh, talk about your recruiting process with Virginia Tech now. Um, how was that for yourself, and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked at? 
Yeah, so I was originally committed to Army West Point. Um, I committed there my junior year of high school under the same coaching staff that I'm under now. My senior year, they, um, you know, called me. They had gotten hired at Virginia Tech, and we pursued the option of me coming over with them and, like, playing under them at Virginia Tech. I compared the two schools. It's actually ironic because of how similar they do look. And, like, Virginia Tech has the Hokie Stone, and West Point is, like, super like um the stone is also like beautiful so it's just like seeing the comparison of the two like they were both beautiful schools like had unique um stonework so um Virginia Tech was just definitely like you know a reach and like I I strive for like greatness and like I wanted to like if that was something I could accomplish and like I had to work for like I was definitely willing to you know take the chance and I'm glad that my coaches trusted me and took a chance on me as well so it was just a great opportunity. And what was it sort of like uh, finally getting to college and talk about sort of the biggest adjustment you had to make to college lacrosse when you guys started playing games? Yeah, I would definitely just say like Virginia Tech is an ACC school. Competition is no joke. So just like I would say that like biggest adjustment is like we're playing against the absolute best of the best and there's like no time for like dilly dally. Like it's it's hard work every day and like it's something I love. So it's like, yeah, you're versing your teammates, you're making each other better. But I would say like definitely just the biggest adjustment was like definitely just the competition. Well, what's it like playing in the ACC and just the competition that you guys do face each game? Because obviously I would say it's one of the top conferences in women's lacrosse with teams like yourself, uh, Notre Dame, Boston College, Syracuse. That's just the cream of the crop right there, not just in the ACC, but in the entire country. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, like best of the best. So it's like definitely thrilling when you're like going against and you're competing against the best of the best. But um, it's challenging in itself. You know, you work so hard all year to go out and like show what you like did to grow and how you wanted to make improvements. So I just say like take advantage of it and like trust yourself like you prepared so much for it and like you're meant to be here. So I just say like it's a great opportunity too. like you're playing against some of the best in the country. What would you say is the biggest improvement you've made to your game? Because just looking at your stats, it seems like you've gradually gotten better throughout your time at Virginia Tech. Yeah, I would definitely say like my trainers. Um, I train with like uh, his name is TJ Martino, Kylie O'Miller and Ali Mastriani. Um, just working with those three and like really fine tuning, you know, doing little drills that like really like are detail oriented as well as like hard, like it's not, it's no joke, those training sessions. So I would say just like really fine tuning every day and like doing as many reps as you possibly can with defense, without defense, you know, even sometimes without your stick, just get your footwork down. So I'd say like, do those things, you know, like you get that second slide crash for practice. So like when you are then in a game and you see that second slash, it's almost like muscle memory because you've done it so many times that you just know exactly how to, how to move and get around that. So let's talk about your team's performance the past couple of years since you've been at Virginia Tech. So in your freshman year, your team went 9-9, nine nine, but you guys got big wins against ranked teams like James Madison and Notre Dame. Uh, what did you take away from your freshman year, and how do you think those upsets helped improve your team uh, for this past season? I would say those upsets helped us with experience. You know, playing in those super close games, I think those were both like one or two goal games, if I remember correctly. So just like 
being in those tough situations, those gritty battles, you know, it helped us then make a stepping stone for then sophomore year when we were back in those same situations. Okay, guys, we've already been here. Like, we know how this feels. Like, let's tough it out. And we got it. Like, let's work because we know how big the reward is in the end. And last season, your team finally uh, finished above 500 and you guys got your first ACC playoff win against Pitt. Uh, talk about just that win and sort of what you learned from that game and just that, how do you, th what do you think that meant for the program to make that next step? Yeah, I think our coaches like are just awesome. Like, like you said, like first time over 500. So um, like our coaches are just doing a phenomenal job of like, keep like helping us grow and doing drills that will like um, help us succeed in the long run um pit pit was a great game you know like they were gritty they gave us a run for our money um we definitely had to work hard that game but um you know at the end we were able to you know break down their defense share the ball really well and then finally finish and uh also take control of the draw so it helped us um you know really strive and uh grow that lead your season ended against Syracuse in the ACC playoffs last year. Even though the season probably didn't end the way you guys wanted to, what would you take away from your team's performance this past season? Because you guys once again got some strong got strong results against uh, good ranked teams. Yeah, um, at the end of the season, like my coach said, like this is not how it should have ended. You know, like we made like such a great path, and you know we really like strived and like grew from the beginning of the season towards the end. So it was just like a hard way to see it end, but it was also like a good way to end because then we can go into this year and be like, okay, like we can compete. Like we know we we lost them by, I think like one, two, three goals. I forget the score, score. but um, you know, like we can compete. Um, So I think just like having that under our belt and like playing so tightly with them, we know how it feels. So when we're back in that situation and we have that like, tough gritty battle that we have to strive out for we can make those improvements and uh you know set all our nerves stay composed and uh pull out that win so we're now in a segment i like to call five questions that have nothing to do with sports and the goal of this segment is to hopefully get to know you a little bit more off the field uh so my first question is if there was a movie made about your life uh who would you want to play yourself hmm that's a good question um does it have to be celebrity? It could be anybody. I would say my sister. My sister does a great job. She's like kind of like my mini me in the same sense. So I think she would do a great job of that. Mm -hmm. Sister Avery. Yeah. And you guys probably look similar too. So it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. She's, she's awesome too. So I think she would do a great job. Now, we are in the holiday season, so what is the most underrated holiday and what's the most overrated holiday? Mm, I think the most underrated holiday is Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving, you know, just like being with your family and, you know, like uh, like having that big meal. Um, but I definitely think the more like family, family side of it, like really, um, you know, like touches me the most. And then I think the most overrated one is probably Halloween. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that just because once trick-or-treating's done it's not the same so yeah and then yeah I mean candy candy's great candy's always great but you know mm -hmm. no Halloween probably yeah not. I'm with you on that one I'm with you on that one uh now you have the best arguably you arguably have the best style on the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team but besides yourself which teammate would you say has the best style on the team mm, that's a good question uh, I'm going to have to go with my teammate, Grace New. Grace has the best style, always, like, 
showing into the locker room with like great, great, uh, great outfits on. You know, her hair's always done. So I'm going to have to go with her. What's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? So I actually started reading this new book. It's like it's called Five Presidents. It's just like basically like a Secret Service um, detail guy who um, worked with all like past five presidents. So and that one's like really interesting. You get to see like how the White House works and how like the relationships with the president and like the first ladies like that is. So like that's definitely something the most interesting I've read this week. Um, Like I said, I just started it, but it's really interesting. That's awesome. I remember reading this book about um, Abraham Lincoln. And one thing that I thought was interesting was it sort of led me to read this book called Manhunt, which was about uh, John Wilkes Booth and sort of after he assassinated Lincoln, sort of what happened after to him and how they found him. And it's really interesting because I think a lot of people don't really think about that part of the story of this big yeah historical totally event. So I thought that was pretty interesting to to read about. yeah that does sound super interesting i might have to give that one a read Oh, for sure. Now, last non lacrosse question is what is one item on your bucket list that you would like to do one day? mm, i've always wanted to go skydiving So a, lot, a couple of my friends just did it and they said it was great. And I was like really jealous because I've always wanted to. But uh, yeah, I would say skydiving. Not for me. I'm a little too scared for that. So I, I feel like probably just travel. <laughs> I would like to be on the plane, but then land, I guess, is yeah. sort of not have to jump out of it. Yeah, travel is a good one, too. I, I really enjoy traveling. So probably those two. Now, getting back to some lacrosse questions now, what should be done to help grow women's lacrosse uh, from your perspective? Um, I think lacrosse is, or like women's lacrosse is just like very much in the United States. So I think like spreading that to other countries and like just growing the game entirely, you know, you see like, um, the world championships and, uh, you know, it's really like United States and Canada and, you know, um, so I think like spreading that to some other countries and, you know, allowing them to like, just compete like soccer, like soccer is always like so fun and so competitive. So I think growing that, to get women's across up there in that um that mix of conversation would be great. And what advice would you give younger players who want to pursue a collegiate lacrosse career like yourself? Um I would just say like work hard. You know, like hard work does pay off in the long run and like I can attest to that myself like my process like um you know like hard work will get you there. Um you know, I say everything happens for a reason. So just like always trust the process and you have good people who like want the best for you. So, you know, trusting them and, uh, you know, allowing them to help you at the same time, you know, like do wall ball, do extra reps, you know, make that extra sprint when you're tired, you know, like that's all that matters in the long run. Now, Olivia, do you have any shout outs you want to give to your teammates, family members, and friends? And who should we have on the podcast next? Yeah, I definitely just want to like thank my parents, my family, you know, they're always like so supportive of me and like are always there, like whether I'm like frustrated or, you know, I didn't have a good day. So definitely just say them like they're great and always. And then shout out of who we should have on the next podcast. Um, I'm going to go with my teammate, Caroline Little. She's awesome. So I think she'd be great for you. We'll definitely reach out and see what she has to say. But Olivia, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your day and coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I think you're a great player and an even better person. So I just want to let you know that. And I wish you and your teammates best of luck uh, for this upcoming season. And I really enjoyed our conversation today. So thanks again for doing this. I appreciate it. 
thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, excited for the season.